0: Welcome on Texas Football State of the Program our weekly segment with Inside uh, InsideTexas.com publisher Eric Nalin. How you doing today Eric? Uh
1: not great but I mean you know it's uh <laughs> just a just a terrible Monday to be honest with you but I mean I'm personally doing fine but uh yeah there's a lot going on right now and it's uh you know our head swimming you know we're chasing one story then something else comes out we'll start chasing that one too and Uh, Mike Leach's illness is uh, forefront on a lot of our minds uh, because of what he's meant to the sport we cover and love. Uh, So yeah, it's a a Monday that I would rather forget, but probably never will.
0: Yeah. I I look at it and and it's just, it started, uh, you know, with a bang and we'll we'll go ahead and uh, say it now. I mean, uh, one of the reasons we're doing this on a Monday is to to get out with the news. Uh, Texas basketball coach, uh, Chris Beard uh, has Uh, been charged with uh, domestic disturbance uh, arising from his home. Uh, As we tape this right now, we do not know where those charges are going to go. Uh, We know that his attorney has uh, claimed he is innocent uh, and it is 100 percent plans to defend that innocence. Uh, Furthermore, uh, we know that uh, he is going before a judge uh, in Travis County. So uh, or a magistrate, I guess, is the, the proper term there. Uh, but it's uh, certainly a, a, uh, not a good look uh, from the Longhorn perspective uh, for a basketball program that uh, really has been on the, on the way up uh, ever since Chris Beard took uh, the uh, reins of the program. Uh, only one loss on the season. Had a big win over Arkansas Palm Bluff on the, over the weekend. Uh, scheduled to play Rice this weekend. Uh, it is expected that Rodney Terry will be the interim head coach Uh, for the Longhorns. Um, Eric, I know this is a difficult question for you, but um, think about Chris Del Conte, Kevin Altyfe, Jay Hartzell. What has to be going through their minds right now, and what do you think their uh, tact and and, uh, uh, compass is going to lead them to at this point? Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com.
1: Well, I mean, all I can do right now is gather all the facts and, and make a decision, make a, the best informed decision that they can, but you can't do that without having all the facts, uh, first and foremost, you know, um, they didn't even, uh, suspend him yet. So I, you know, I don't know, they're just, you know, they're just going to do all their homework and, uh, and figure it out, but it's, you know, I don't think domestic disturbance is the right one to call it. It's a third degree felony assault. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's a very serious matter. Uh, you know, there are serious people in charge and I think they're going to address this, uh, <laughs> uh, in line with that. You know, I don't, um, uh, you yeah, it's definitely above my pay grade. Uh, you know, the law is in general, um, and then this—I'm not dealing with any of the facts either. But it's a terrible look, of course. It's uh, you know, especially for uh, Chris Beard, uh, but then, but then by extension, of course, the school. So they're going to have to to get all the facts, gather them up, uh, you know, probably meet with their own counsel, and uh, and go from there. But yeah, this is uh, probably not going to unravel uh, very quickly. But you know, it's, it's a serious matter, and they're going to they're going to give it all the all the all the uh, consideration it deserves for sure.
0: Got it. Uh, All right. Uh, I want to say thank you to our sponsor of uh, each week's State of the Program. That's Adam Lowy at the Lowy Law Firm. Uh, At the Lowy Law Firm, they specialize in results for their clients, whether it's a tragic car wreck, an accident in the workplace, or any serious or catastrophic injury. Adam is who you want to call. Call Adam today at 512 280 0800 or get a free consultation online at loweylawfirm.com. Eric, we talk about basketball football also had some recruits on campus one of which you texted with today and that's the punter ryan sanborn uh that is a grad transfer from uh, stanford what what's going on there
1: yeah well obviously texas needs a punter they just lost isaac pearson um you know so you know it was going to be a hole to fill this off season no matter what um you know he um He had a visit this weekend, obviously with a Stanford kid. The first thing you're going to do is is make sure that the school uh, checks out, that that meets his standards. And, you know, he said, of course it does. Texas has great academics. Um, He's very interested in the sorts of internships that he can earn uh, while at Texas. I think, uh, you know, expanding his footprint outside of California I think appeals to him. You know, he's originally from San Diego. Uh, You know, so I think the, I think the school appeals to him on a football level. And he said he has a great relationship building with, uh, with coach banks. So, Uh, It almost sounded like he committed, but he didn't quite go that far when he talked to me. Uh, But definitely it seems like Texas is in a really good spot. What
0: about portal recruiting in general? Uh, Longhorns only have offered to our knowledge at this point two uh, college players. Uh, We mentioned Ryan Sanborn, the punter at Stanford, who was in for an official visit this past weekend. Uh, And then Gavin Holmes, uh, defensive back out of Wake Forest, originally from the New Orleans area. Um, What's going on uh, in your opinion as far as – portal recruiting with the Longhorns right now?
1: Well, they're just being selective and they're waiting their time. And, you know, the longer you wait, um, the, the, the more you tend to be rewarded. You know, there's a wide receiver jumped in today, Caden Prather from, uh, from West Virginia, who's quite talented. Um, you know, he had, he had okay production. You know, it's good production, uh, you know, just generally speaking, but not quite as good as you'd expect from his talent. So, you know, production matters, but also what's exciting about him is that, you know, he could probably be more uh, better utilized, I think he's got NFL sort of ability. Uh, and so, you know, the longer they wait, I think more more guys like that are going to get in. So I, I, I'd be surprised if they don't offer him He uh, fits the, the length uh, requirements that they're looking for it uh, as far as improving the roster. There, there's just not a lot of guys on the on the current roster that fit that, fit that build. Uh, so I think he's going to be a, uh, an enticing uh, target for them. So we'll see. I, I'd be surprised if they don't offer him, but, you know, we'll see, um, you know, Another day, more guys that can uh, come in tomorrow. I think a linebacker from Virginia just went in today that's going to look quite interesting as well. So, you know, I think uh, patience is the word here. Uh, they're not trying to win the offseason so much they're trying to win games in, uh, in the fall. Uh, and I think to do that, they're going to have to uh, ride it out and see uh, who all comes in before they start really making decisions on on who to prioritize.
0: Yeah, I was talking to Jerry Hamilton uh, on Monday about this too, Eric. And uh, one of the things that we talked about is, you know, getting the right pieces as opposed to just getting people that fill spots. It's not yeah. like a year ago or even two years ago when Sark first came in. And man, they just needed anybody. They needed mm-hmm. more bodies right. to fill out a new roster. It's a different, it's a different turn this time around. They're truly looking for starters. So uh, you take Sanborn, for instance, that even though it's a the punter position, it is a starter of sorts. Right. And, and that's the kind of guy they're looking for in the portal right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, they're looking for starters, not depth. When you're not when you're looking for starters, you have to be more selective. When it's depth, then you know a lot of guys in that pool are going to fill that fit that bill. Uh, so when you see other schools being more proactive, they just have different considerations. But yeah, he's a good punter. He's PFS number one uh, rated punter in the Pac-12 for whatever that's worth. Uh, we know that. I know. I, I think a lot of uh, fans look at uh, net average on the uh, kickoff on on the punt, I should say. But hang time is is just as good, just as important when you are uh, when you have good coverage teams. So. Uh, sometimes you just want to kick it high and let the guys go tackle him. So I, I think he fits the bill, what they're looking for in that regard. And then, you know, obviously it's, he's got a lot of experience. So yeah, since they're looking for starters, they're going to be, you know, just more judicious, more selective, the words we're using. Um, and, you know, fans are going to have to wait and see how the whole thing plays out, but also in conjunction with high school recruiting, because uh, you can't separate a uh, roster building from one or the other, you know, because you know, what one number takes from the other, if, if you're not uh, counting on the wall together.
0: Um Eric, you guys came out uh, speaking with Eric Nalin, publisher of InsideTexas.com. Get four months for just $1 uh, right now at InsideTexas.com. It's a great subscription offer. It'll take you uh, to the brink of spring practice and uh, get you going in that direction through these two signing periods, as well as a big portal recruiting uh, area as well. Hey, Eric, I wanted to ask you this. Uh, You you on Friday and, and even again on Sunday talked about some of the team news uh, that has come out of these most recent bowl practices. Uh, let's start, uh, what I thought was most interesting, replacing DeMarvian Overshone in this contest against, uh, Washington, Washington. What are your expectations and what you're hearing there, uh, from behind the scenes?
1: Uh, we've heard a lot about Maurice Blackwell getting a look there. Uh, and then of course, Diamante Tucker Dorsey. Diamante Tucker Dorsey is probably the most likely guy to, uh, to assume that starters role just because he, he played, you know, the third most snaps at linebacker. Um, but, you know, like we say, the bowl games are a look towards the future and they want to see what Maurice Blackwell can do. He's played a little bit of that Sam position when they take uh, the nickel off the field. Uh, it's really more on the edge, but now can you play off the ball where he's got to see it better? He's got to find the running back and, and uh, play in traffic. Uh, obviously he's got the athleticism to, uh, to play in coverage. And, you know, you're not so worried about that as somebody that's transitioning from, uh, from safety, but He's getting a lot of snaps, and you know he's, he's got the right temperament for it. So we'll see. He's going to need more experience and, and probably an offseason to get bigger and stronger. But uh, he's definitely one of the guys that, that's going to be put in the in the mix to uh, compete to replace DeMarvian uh, full-time next
0: year. Um, the other big loss in this game that, that uh, Inside Texas reported, uh, tech, uh, both Bijan Robinson and Roshan Johnson expected to skip the bowl game. Uh, so that means Jonathan Brooks, right, yep. expected to get more carries. Uh, against uh, the Huskies, um, any any thoughts or any uh, what you're hearing there on Brooks, Jaden Blue, uh,
1: even Keelan Robinson at this point? Yeah, well, Bijan and Roshan are basically Coach Robinson and Coach Johnson now. You know they're 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 going to practice and then, um you know they're they're being vocal and you know they're 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 continuing to talk to uh, talking to the, to the running back room like they were out there on the field with them in pads. Uh, so. Yeah, obviously it's uh, Jonathan Brooks and Keelan Robinson uh, in any order are getting the most most carries. Uh, I do expect we'll see Jayden Blue in the uh, in the bowl game as well. You know, everybody's excited about uh, Jonathan Brooks. You know, he's the heir apparent. Uh, obviously Cedric Baxter's coming in; he'll get carries next year too. But I, I don't think anybody's going in this game thinking you know we're going to lose Bijan and, and Roshan as a you know we're not going to be productive at running back now because because they're sitting out. Uh, I think they still predict. Uh, they, they still predict they'll be able to run the ball pretty well. But, you know, the most exciting thing was probably Quinn Ewers and the wide receivers connecting, uh, in practice, uh, kind of like, the, you know, like they hadn't in a long time, even, uh, even deep balls to Worthy were being hit and not just when they were going versus scout, it was, uh, in, in good on good. So there's a couple pictures about there out there with, uh, Quinn, uh, and he's throwing on platform. He looks good. His feet are underneath him. Everything looks great. And, uh, you know, so far he's having a, he had a good, good stretch of practices, uh, You know, they practice Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and they'll do again this week uh, after getting another break off from from practice. Got it. Um, You mentioned those receivers. You've
0: been hearing not only Worthy and uh, Whittington, but also Savion Red. Some people were saying some nice things about the, the young freshman out of Grand Prairie.
1: Yeah, not as fast as Whittington, but does a better job catching outside of his body. Uh, similar quickness and toughness and strength. Uh, so you know, it's it's uh, he, he makes a pretty good analog for Whittington. Of course, Whittington's going to play as well. The only the only three that are sitting out are the three that we mentioned. Um, but yeah, this is a this is going to be a good chance for Savian to to stake a claim to, towards uh, more playing time next year, which we expect our our program sources are definitely high on his ability. Uh, and, and there's you know there's definitely a plan for him next season.
0: Got it. Um, I want to step into regular recruiting now. Speaking with Eric Naline, publisher of InsideTexas.com. This is the state of the program, uh, our weekly uh, segment with Eric. Uh, Eric, uh, back to regular recruiting. We talked about portal recruiting. Anthony Hill, linebacker out of Denton Ryan, comes up and says he's going to announce on December 21st, or that's what the expectations are. Uh, There's a half dozen other guys. The Longhorns are still trying to recruit. Then you had three guys. All go that are committed to Texas. All go and visit U of H over the weekend. Um, what do you make of those three visits to U of H over the weekend? Uh, are you concerned with that? If you're Texas, uh, what's your thought process there?
1: Well, each guy's different. Um, you know, Niblet, the hometown kid, uh, wide receiver out of uh, Eisenhower, it's right down the street. You know, that one is going to catch your eye. Uh, you know, pretty good we need to do more homework on that. There's definitely some consideration or concern that he might flip, you know, that, that to me is a real live uh, recruitment uh, at this point. Uh, Samajé Burrell, I'm not worried about him. Uh, I, I just can't see that flip taking place. It's uh, unfathomable, it's unfathomable to me, but we've also heard that it's not going to happen. So, you know, we'll see if that holds true. Uh, and then Dylan Spencer, um, yeah, you know that one's a little different too. How hard is Texas going to recruit to hold on to him? You know, is it similar to Jonah Wilson, where okay, you know, we'll take the commitment, no doubt, but if he tries to go elsewhere, you know, we're not going to we're not going to lose any sleep over it. So, um, I think uh, Dylan Spencer has some unique traits, and uh, you know, to me, they they would be wise to keep him in the class. But uh, we'll see how that one plays out. Burrell would obviously be uh, you know, niblet's a huge loss. Don't get me wrong; he's an exceptional athlete. He's explosive. Uh, you know, but I, I don't see him as a guy that's going to play uh, a ton next year. Maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Uh, Burrell is a guy that you have to hold on to just because linebackers are so hard to find. Um, and, you know, obviously there's a there's a hole at that will linebacker next season. And I think he would be one that comes in and competes. Uh, the good thing is, I think he sees that uh, and he's, you know, he's seen that for a long time. And he's I think he's more solid than that. That visit would probably indicate.
0: Um, Eric, I, I feel like we talk about this each and every week, uh, but really, uh, recruiting right now, we got to wait and see what happens. Uh, Texas still in on a number of top-ranked guys: DeAndre Moore, Jacoby Lane at wide receiver. Uh, then you have guys like Anthony Hill that we mentioned. Um, Tyler Scott, Tyler Scott, defensive back out of Georgia. Justin Benton, Roderick Pierce, both defensive linemen. Texas is still recruiting as well. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how that goes. I have one more question for you, but first I need to uh, put in a plug for our sponsor for stay of the program. That's Adam Lowey of the Lowey Law Firm. At the Lowy Law Firm, they specialize in results for their clients. Whether it's a car wreck, an accident in the workplace, or any serious or catastrophic injury, Adam is who you want to call. Call Adam today at 512-280-0800 or go to loweylawfirm.com for a free consultation. And remember, Adam focuses on results. Um, Eric, the, the last question I have for you, really, uh, it, it kind of pertains to uh, what Texas is trying to accomplish this bowl season uh, and with, you know, you're already talking about, hey, they're, they're looking better in the passing game. We talked about it at the end of this season. The passing game has to get better next year. And that means Quinn Ewers has to have some improvement. It means the receivers have to have some res- re- improvement. Better pass blocking has to take place so you can actually get more receivers into the into the uh, the route tree um all of that combined is that one of the reasons why bowl practices are so important right now in your opinion or is this really something that's going to just take six months nine months to see where we we end up at uh with with Quinn and and those guys
1: if Quinn has a really good bowl season uh, and that that includes practice even probably more so than the game or as much uh then I think that that I'm not going to say he's fixed because I'm not necessarily saying he's broken um but that would be a lot to me, as far as springboarding him back into uh, in, uh, under that same trajectory that I think we all saw for him, because I, I do think that that hit at Alabama impacted him. Uh, not necessarily from you know hit, the injury was lingering. I think that it it, it got him more a little more jumpy in the in the uh, through the process of the, through his progression. I think he got a little too quick out of the pocket. I think he lost his mechanics a little bit as, as things started to break down around him. Uh, I think he just got a little jumpy. Uh, and I think if he can return to that that, that comfort we were seeing earlier in that game, um, you know, I, I think he'll be back on that trend line that everybody foresees for him. But this is, so it's, it's a big one for him, but that doesn't mean if he struggles right now that, that, it, you know, all hope is lost. It's just, you know, you would rather see that improvement. Uh, uh, conti- we'd rather us hear continue to hear about that improvement that we are so far, but uh, the way that the source uh, translated it to me, that that um, he was having a good practice, uh, good, good practices. It was, you know, it was one of the first things out of his mouth and he, he said it unsolicited. So, Um, you know, it's definitely taking place right now. You want to see it come through and uh, he can get right back on track. I think it was a bit mental and, uh, you know, when things are mental more than physical, there's not the set timeline. That thing can come back right back into form, uh, you know, pretty quickly. And uh, I think he's on that pace right now, but we'll we'll have to see how, how the rest of it goes. I want to remind folks
0: that it was a red shirt freshman quarterback, not unlike what Quinn Ewers is, right? That went to a holiday bowl and played a team from the state of Washington and Vince Young and looked utterly helpless against Washington State when Vince Young was a redshirt freshman. Washington State yeah. beating Texas in that in that Holiday Bowl. Uh, it's it's a, another young quarterback in Quinn Ewers uh, playing a Washington team against uh, uh, in the Alamo Bowl on uh, December 29th. Just remember how young he is, and remember what you can see as a kid or as a player gets older and gets more experience. All right uh for Eric Naline publisher of insidetexas.com I'm Bobby Burton that's been the state of the program Thanks for watching.